DiscerningHearts.com presents The Heart of Prayer with Father Amon Bork. Father Bork is a priest of the Archdiocese of Dublin and has served as vocations director for the diocese as well as pastor in a number of its parishes. Trained as a spiritual director in the contemplative style, he now serves as chaplain to the University College Dublin, the largest university in Ireland. He is the author of Make Your Home in Me, Reflections on Prayer, Master, The One You Love is Ill, Reflections on Illness and Caring for the Sick, and Mercy in All Things, Reflections on the Diary of St. Faustina Kowalska. The Heart of Prayer with Father Amon Bork. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. Trusting in the Father's will and His great love for us. It can be quite the struggle when you hear so many other voices around you, whether it be the world, it could be the enemy. It could also be, again, those wounds that stem from ourselves, all of those that we confuse, that kind of disorient us. That's why prayer is so essential, isn't it? Absolutely. And a student come recently to me and she was talking about a time of stress in her life coming up to exams. Talk about being pessimistic during that time and being, you know, that I'm going to fail and that kind of stuff. And she said, during a time of stress, I often feel like this. And, you know, that's the way I end up acting out. And I asked her to talk a little bit more about the voices that she's hearing. That's what, what, what are the messages she's almost giving to herself? And one of them is, I'm going to fail, or this is too much for me, or I'm in the wrong course, whatever it is. And I just simply ask her, well, where's that coming from? Is that coming from God, or is it coming from the evil one who wants to rob us of our peace? And when we're recognizing, it's like it's almost a discernment process in ourselves, and recognizing, okay, if I'm listening to a voice all the time that's telling me, you know, you're going to fail here. You're no good. Nobody's interested in you. Um, is that coming from God? Well, it's not coming from God. So it's coming from a place of wounded brokenness in our heart. So it's by recognizing and listening to the, the deep longings of our own heart that we realize a lot of all I'm listening is actually not coming from God. So I need to bring it to God and I need to let it go. So there's almost a discernment that goes on within ourselves of just recognizing this is coming from God. This is not coming from God. Not coming from God, I can offer it up to him and say, Lord, you can take this from me now because I know this is not coming from you. You, you. you want to build me up. You want to give me confidence. You want to give me courage. And this is robbing me of my courage, robbing me of my confidence, and I offer it to you as my gift for today. The key is the experience of love, that God is love. And learning how to trust that. You know, it it doesn't help us sometimes, at least in the English language, that we we have one word for love, and yet in the, the Gospels and the Scriptures, there are several different words. A lot of times we think, well, will God love me? And we connect it to a feeling of the warm fuzzies, Yeah, that I'm going to always feel really warm inside. Well, yes, that can happen, but it's also, it can be so much more than just on the level of feelings. And I'm not trying to go too deep, but then again, we're called to that deeper relationship, aren't we? Absolutely. I think you're right. Like You're right. The English language is, is kind of barren in a lot of ways. And this, this is one area where 
the English language is very barren. Like we, we use a word for I love chocolate or I love sweets or I love I love a football team, whatever. And then we say, I love my spouse. You know, like there's obviously two different, completely different levels of love there. So it could be quite a, a barren kind of use of language. But I think in the scriptures, when we talk about God's love for us and we talk about in, in the spiritual life, God's care for us, it's a literally to recognize it's the opening of arms on a cross and a laying down of a life for us out of complete and utter love not because we've earned it, not because we've done something to deserve it, it's because we are just loved and that God wants to prove that love by opening his arms on the cross and pouring himself out. So that that's the kind of love that we encounter when we enter into prayer, a love that pours itself out completely. And, you know, I love that, that phrase where, where God craves our attention just so he can look at us with love and we're so busy. And we just if we can just stop ourselves and look at him, we're looking into the eyes of an outpouring of just the deepest compassion. I love that word compassion. It's coming from right within the depths of a person. It's a movement that comes from right within the depths of the person. And when Christ loves us in prayer, it's coming from right in the depths of his being towards us. And he's receiving us as we are. And he's holding us in that beautiful, hallowed esteem. And he wants to take away our, our pain. I think that I love that line where we see sin, God sees pain. And he wants to touch that brokenness within ourselves with his healing touch. Um, so we're, I, th- I think the more we, we, we spend time in prayer, the more we become, I think it's like getting a taste for, for God's presence, a taste for that love, a taste for just being in his intimate presence. And I think when we get a taste for this and when we um, experience it on a deep level, I think you're right, God speaks to us. I think we just have to take, here we go with the word trust again, a an act of trust that when God speaks to us in prayer, it's much deeper than just on the level of feelings. It's on a deeper, deeper level. As I said, he speaks to us on level of feelings. So like, I feel a bit anxious today. I feel upset today. So that's level of, of feelings. But then we say, well, why am I anxious? Well, I'm anxious because I have a falling out with my, my spouse or, you know, that job didn't go the way I wanted it to go or I'm worried about something. So we go deeper than just the feelings. So what's causing this feeling to surface? In the same way, when we see it in our life, we say, okay, I'm feeling anxious today. So I, what's causing that? Whatever's causing that, that deeper thing that's causing it, I can hand it over to God in prayer. So you're right. He, he, he reaches far deeper than on the levels of feelings. So if we don't feel happy or we don't feel sad, it doesn't mean that, you know, feelings come and go, but God's presence is everlasting and it's, it's deep and it's rich and it's wholesome and it's transformative. Sometimes love calls us to do something that we wouldn't expect and that won't be easy. And I, I mean, the prime example of that all is to gaze upon a crucifix, the supreme act of love, and to see what links love will go for, for the other, for us. And so sometimes the things that we may be asked to do in those times of we've acknowledged he's revealing to us, those are going to be tough things on occasion. And it may be what may seem simple, I mean, something that's so easy for us to say sometimes, but to truly, truly forgive. Is it possible, Father, that sometimes in our prayer, we want to receive from God all the, again, the consolations and the good things, 
but he wants to do more for us. And we want to block that because we don't want to go into that place that might begin to touch that wound that caused that flinching in us. We'd rather just turn away and, well, I'm going to keep studying, or I'm going to keep studying the scriptures. I'm going to start, I'm going to go read this spiritual book. I'm going to keep and not stop, allow him to do what he, in a loving way, what he really wants to do for us. I think you give a wonderful example of forgiveness there. And you know the, the phrase, to err is human and to forgive divine. And it's when we uh, need to forgive another person that the grace to be able to do that comes about, I think, can come about through prayer if we really desire to forgive another person. And by coming to Christ and asking him to, for the grace to be able to forgive another person, like it's it's almost kind of going almost countercultural that if somebody does something wrong to you, you're right to hold a grudge against them. But the the Christian Catholic way is to actually to find it uh, to forgive that person, and that sometimes needs the deep healing presence of God. So it's about coming to Christ in our prayer life and asking Him for that grace to heal whatever is that woundedness that that you know the, the pain and the struggle of of um, whatever someone has done unto us, so that we can find it within ourselves that to be able to say those words, I forgive you. And I often make that distinction between forgiving and forgetting. You know, sometimes we never forget the pain and the anguish that somebody has caused us in our life. And maybe that's, in some ways, is a good thing, because then we we teach us how to act towards another person, that we won't inflict that kind of something on, on somebody else. So to make that distinction between forgiving and forgetting, but we can find with God's grace, that power to be able to forgive another person, even though the world may be telling us to hold a great grudge and the pain within ourselves might be calling us to hold a grudge. And yet we know that I'm, but by not forgiving the other person, I'm actually the one that's losing out here. I'm the one that's festering. I'm the one that's having the peace being robbed from me. And, you know, sometimes the person that we haven't forgiven doesn't even know that we're holding this, we have this grudge against them next to them. And they're going off quite merrily and happily and, and, and this lack of forgiveness is eroding us. It's like a, a like a rust on a on a metal, slowly eroding the metal away. It's like slowly eroding us away, and our peace is being robbed. So if it's by bringing that to the Lord, say, Lord, I really want to have the grace to be able to forgive another person, even though the wound that's within me is very deep. I know we with your grace I can do it, and I'm going to give you permission now to enter into me deeply to be able to heal me and um, to give me life. I'm really taken by what you said about, you know, that love is going to call us to to reach deep into ourselves and to able to give of ourselves in a way that, that's quite hard to believe. And I, I see it my own parents. My own mother died last year from dementia. She had a, a, a difficult battle for seven years. And my dad, who's in his middle 80s now, took to looking after her at home and caring for her. And he was able to reach a level of generosity towards my mother that's really quite extraordinary. And the sacrifices he made for her and that kind of stuff was quite extraordinary. And I really believe that the, the strength and the grace that he received from his prayer life each and every day was that which gave him the ability to reach out and to pour himself out for my mother. And that's definitely a grace of prayer because both my parents were, are, my mom is praying for me in heaven now, I know, uh, people of prayer and their prayer life, their, their their parent life and their love for each other was a fruit of their prayer. And it helped them to reach out and to love another person, even when it seemed like it was impossible. 
We'll return to The Heart of Prayer with Father Amon Borg in just a moment. Discerning Hearts provides content dedicated to those on the spiritual journey. To continue production of these podcasts, prayers, and more, go to discerninghearts.com and click the donate link found there or inside the free Discerning Hearts app to make your donation. Thanks and God bless. Did you know that Discerning Hearts has a free app in which you can find all your favorite Discerning Hearts programming? Father Timothy Gallagher, Dr. Anthony Lillis, Deacon James Keating, Mike Aquilina, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, and so many more are found on the Discerning Hearts free app. Did you also know that you can stream Discerning Hearts programming on numerous streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and so many more. And did you know that Discerning Hearts also has the YouTube page? Be sure to check out all these different places where you can find Discerning Hearts. We now return to The Heart of Prayer with Father Amon Bork. Forgiving, I think, for many of us, I know it was for me, it seemed very difficult because, as you said earlier, you it's almost a mechanism to try to protect yourself so you won't get hurt again. And that not, you know, God's not asking us not uh, to forget, you know. he's <laughs> He designed us, in a sense, to protect us. If I don't remember that the stove is hot, I might touch it over and over and over again. Absolutely, yeah. So there are, in some ways, it's important to remember things. But forgiving is an acceptance that I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Father, but it's more of a, I accept that this happened. I can't go back in, in that past. I can't change it. I'm not going to be able to re- relive the moment and change things. I accept that it happened. And I move on. Well, uh, yeah, it's not about papering over the cracks and trying to cover something up and put a band aid on it and ignore it being there. I think we, I think there's a rec- recognition that if something has been done on us, like if there's been a wrong done on us, I think it's important to recognize that a wrong has been done to us, as opposed to trying to say, well, like, I want to ignore this and whatever and try and cover it over and forget about it. So I think it's, it, that's where the honesty comes in again and say, look, Lord, I've been hurt by this person. This is the effect it's had on me. It's robbing me of my peace. It's, you know, it's it's grating me down and it's it's wearing me down that this, you know, this injustice was done to me. And, you know, I, I, I can't see any other way myself or be able to forgive this person. So I'm really depending on you and for your grace and your healing because something was, something that has happened to me that has been painful, you know. So again, that's where prayer comes in and the honest way about being really truthfully honest with the Lord and the effect it's having on you, how it happened, when it happened, how it, you know, just putting words on the experience and then i think there's it comes with a surrender and handing over to him who loves us and then we go back to the trust again trust that he's not going to just look at us and say oh it's not it's not terrible what happened to you he's saying well okay i see what i see your pain i see your brokenness and let me touch that brokenness with my healing touch you know and what i want you to do is spend some time in my presence so that i can gently but powerfully heal you mm-hmm. and that's why consistent prayer is so important you can't give what you don't have. No. And it's 
uh, very difficult for us when we're called to go out and to love one another if we haven't been filled ourselves. And again, that acknowledging is being aware of the places where we're blocking him in filling us with his grace. If you've got the resentment and you've got anger and you've got hatred and all of that, that's space. He wants all of your heart. I, I say this again out of all reverence because I know the struggle myself. So to say that, well, you're holding on to this and you won't let it go, it's hard. Sometimes it has to be cut away. Sometimes we have to tear it out of ourselves to be able to present it to him. It's a real struggle, but it's, again, he somehow in grace aids us in this. You're not asked to do this by yourself, just like those in the gospel. They weren't asked to, they didn't, they couldn't heal themselves. They needed his, they needed his help. And so do we, don't we? We do. That's why his grace is enough for us. You know, he will, he will give us what we need, but it's just, again, oh, you're right. It's so easy to ignore what the pain, it's so easy just to put our, just put a head down just keep on going and you know just try to barge through life whatever but he doesn't want us to do that he wants us to have our head up and to enjoy this world in which we're living in and have freedom within ourselves and to see the beauty in other people and to be open to the experience of life and that kind of stuff and to be open to new opportunities that comes along and the new people that will come into our life and sometimes our, our sinfulness brokenness woundedness stop us from doing that so it's about it's like when we sit in prayer jesus just puts his hand under our chin and, and just lifts our head up and, and so we can look up around us and see the beauty around us. And the clouds can begin to part then and we can see that this world is, God created for, created it for beauty and for truth and for love. And that beauty, truth and love is offered to all of us. And it's not just for the select few, it's for all of us. And that when we do open ourselves in prayer that he can, you know, open that horizon for all of us, you know, and just give us that opportunity to experience it. Yeah, it's life. Life is tough. Life is not easy. We have ups and downs in life. We have problems in life. I've yet to find, you know, and I've yet to find a, a family or a home that's perfect. I was talking to a group of students recently about the church, and they asked me about the brokenness of our church. And I said, "Well, can any of you here, anyone here that has a perfect family, put up their hand?" And none, nobody has a perfect family. We all have. So, like, we're we're living in an imperfect world, and yet. In this imperfect world, we can encounter perfection. And the face of Christ is perfection. And that can be experienced through just simply stopping ourselves, recalling the presence of God, and welcoming him in, you know. Father, I wish we had more time in this particular conversation. But any final thoughts that you would like to give to the listener, the one who is seeking right now? Okay, one of the things that often kind of holds people back is their own sinfulness. And sinfulness can be quite embarrassing in life. You know, you know what they say, say that, you know, things that happen in secret in the dark places, we do, so often don't want to see in the light, you know. And our own broken sinfulness can, be, can make us blush at times and can cause us to st- step back from prayer and step back from God and say, well, God's not interested in me. I just wanted to know that there is nothing that you can't share with God. There is no weakness, brokenness, sinfulness that can't be shared with him because he he's not going to judge us in prayer. He's going to just love us in prayer. So whatever is holding you back, whatever is 
causing you to step away from prayer. That's what you need to bring to God in prayer. So don't let don't let there be any barriers between yourself and God or any secrets between yourself and God. And if you can share the secrets, the wounded, broken, embarrassing secrets of your life with God in prayer, then your life is at, at rights, you know? You have nothing to fear. So don't hold back. Start today. Amen. Amen. Start today. Stay out right now. Start now. Exactly. No, no better time like the present. Perfect. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. You've been listening to The Heart of Prayer with Father Amon Bork. To hear and or to download this episode, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com, or you can find it within the free Discerning Hearts app. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission, which is to offer authentic and rock-solid spiritual formation freely to souls around the world. And if you feel us worthy, please consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible, to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope you will tell a friend about DiscerningHearts.com and join us next time for The Heart of Prayer with Father Amon Bourke.